Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. I want to thank you for tuning in today. I'd like to invite you to our website, letstalkadoption.com, to learn more about adoption and listen to past shows also. If you have questions about adoption, please send me an email at info at letstalkadoption.com. I will answer and incorporate your questions into the show or upcoming shows, so stay tuned for that. I'd like to share with you some stats. Three out of five people are touched by adoption, and that is a lot of people. And with more people getting on the Internet today and searching for information regarding adoption, whether it's searching or trying to adopt or just getting information for research papers, it is very natural for people to use the Internet to communicate and is becoming more popular every single day as more people join in on the Internet use. Today, I'm going to be speaking to an adoptive mother that has taken her love for the Internet and adoption and found a way to share with her child's birth family photographs and updates via the Internet. She'll be sharing how you can do this for your adoption or really any family member you have. So even if you're not touched by adoption but you're interested in Finally, putting together a website, you can share photographs, and updates across the miles across the world. Today's the show for you. So we're going to be talking about um, building a website and uh, a little bit about um, this adoption with this family. Gina Johnson is a wife, a mother, and an author. She has a, a very open relationship with her child's birth mother and has developed a unique way to, sh- to keep in contact. Welcome to the show, Gina. Thank you. Listen, first, let's get a little background about your adoption. Uh, You know, why did you choose the type of adoption you did, an open adoption? Well, after we had gone through about five years of infertility treatments, we really started talking about adoption. But at that time, of course, watching all the movies of the week and the bad news and Mm -hmm. everything, I was just adamant that, you know, I didn't want this, this person, this birth mother, anybody in our life. Right you know, to have that contact, mm-hmm. but then the more we started researching adoption in general and learned more about open adoption, I realized all the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. The um, you know easily uh, accessible answers to questions when our son gets old enough and he has questions instead of telling him, "Well, you have to wait till you're 18 or whatever," we can just you know, well, here's the phone. You can make a call and you can ask. That's great. And so you really looked at the child's need and really mm-hmm. educated yourself in that area too. What kind of relationship do you have with your birth mother now or your son's birth mother now? We actually have a really open relationship with her. It's um, more of a friendship rather than an adoptive parent, birth parent kind mm-hmm. of relationship. It started out initially with letters and, and photos and the website, and it's gone to visits and then more visits. And now when they have family gatherings, we get together. And, you know, when we have family events, they do come down and visit us. And, mm-hmm. You know, we talk on the phone, and sometimes it's about uh, our son or the adoption, and sometimes it's just about things going on in her life or our life. Now, you mentioned when she comes down, how far apart do you live? Do you live in other states? or We do live in different states. We're about eight eight hours or so apart. So you are quite a way uh, far away, and we're finding more and more with the Internet people are adopting across state lines. So, Absolutely. you know, I think this is crucial, and I'm seeing more families. Actually, it's, you know, years ago when we adopted – um, we would send photographs to the birth mother and have to make sure we maintained her address or the the address of the adoption professional. And um, that's all changed with the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really important because, you know, people, when people have uh, vacations or they're adopting internationally, 
and they can send photographs immediately over um, to share. In fact, one of our last guests um, just uh, a couple weeks ago um, does this for families. They send photographs. She builds a whole site so that they can get updates blow by blow on what's happening Mm -hmm. every day. Um, of the process, and that's pretty exciting. Well, and absolutely, and with the Internet and then with the digital camera technology, Mm -hmm. it's much easier to plug your camera into the computer and download the pictures than it is sometimes to take your toddler down to the store to, you know, get the pictures and go to the post office. Sometimes it's just a little bit easier and quicker. Mm -hmm. Quicker, and you know, you're right, because you can download those photos, upload them, and have them within 15 minutes at the most, Exactly. Um, after, you know, the baby's born or, uh, you know, an event has happened. So I think it's important. You know, tell me what happened in the fall. Well, in the fall, we actually, in the spring, we were contacted by our son's birth mom again. And mm-hmm. uh, she had discovered that she was pregnant again. Mm-hmm. And she asked us to adopt that baby also. And mm-hmm. having a, a really good relationship with her, we, we, you know, talked about it. And, and we kind of went through the whole pregnancy with her. And then in the fall, when the baby was born... Um, we brought him home, and we had him home for a couple days, but then she called and said that she really was having a difficult time, and she had decided in the end that she really wanted to parent him, him mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. And, it, mm. I mean, it was devastating. It's heartbreaking, oh, yeah. but absolutely her choice. But in the end, we were kind of like, okay, where does that leave this relationship? We're right. still absolutely committed to having this relationship, but it's one of those examples where... Um, even though something, you know, bad or whatever happened, it doesn't really change our relationship. Right. It was, it was a painful event. And you're right. This is her baby. But to bring that baby home and then also to have, and your, your, other, your son is a little bit older, but, but right. still he, you know, there's that bond. Mm-hmm. Um, it had to be difficult. And, you know, I have to take my hat off because to uh, a lot of people would have said, well, forget it then. I'm, if she's not going to, you know, let me adopt that baby, I'm going to yank the site and I'm not going to communicate with her anymore. And you didn't do that. No, and at, we have a lot of friends and family who say that, you know, oh, I'd never speak to her again, and, you know, I'd just cut her out of your life. And to us, it, it comes down to a, kind of a parenting decision. It's like, what kind of parents would we be if we ultimately said, if you disappoint us, we'll cut you out of our life? Right, yeah. I, I think I think that's yeah. crucial. And you know what? I think you're going to be blessed in the long run all overall. And she really took a risk in doing all that, too, mm-hmm. because she could have taken that risk that you really held the, you know, the future as far as the contact we have. Right. And I think for your son's sake, in the long run, you're going to find, you know, really beneficial. Let's get on to your idea of the website, which mm-hmm. I think is wonderful. And um, I know I write about a little bit in my book, AdoptingOnline.com, about, you know, building a website. But share with me how you came up with the idea of building a website to share with her. Sure. When uh, we were matched with her, it was really quick. She was actually in labor when we were called, and, and uh, we drove up there to meet her. And mm-hmm. we got to spend a couple of days kind of uh, talking to her, getting to know her and such. And at some point over the, that couple of days, she had talked about spending a lot of time on the Internet, on the computer, which mm-hmm. I didn't really think anything of. until so we kind of things settled down, and I was uploading pictures onto the computer for my family. Mm-hmm. And I asked my husband, I said, you, you know, do you think that she would actually like a website? She said she spends a lot of time on the computer, you know, and he thought it was worth asking her about. So we talked to her about it, and she thought it was a great idea. So mm-hmm. we just kind of started from there, and it started out really basic just with, um, you know, a couple mm-hmm. pictures and a couple updates, and it's, it's kind of grown from there. Well, did you have any type of, um, we're going to share your website in just a moment, but did mm-hmm. you have any background in web design? I actually did. I spent... Uh, 
about seven years working as an event planner in California, oh. and one of the things I was tasked with doing was developing websites for um, public events and that so people could go and register and such. So I did have a knowledge on how to do it. Right, but it's not hard. You're going to share in just a little while that this is not a difficult thing for people no, to start with. And I know that I've been looking over some of the material you sent over, and um, I think anybody... <laughs> would be able to really do this with just a little bit of knowledge and, exactly. and um, it's on the computer. So we'll share that. Let's share your website so that, you know, listeners can go and get an idea of what you're talking about on what the site looks like. What are, okay. what are your websites? It is at AidenCharles.com. And spell that for me. It's A-I-D-A-N and then C-H-A-R-L-E-S. Okay. So it's A-I-D-A-N-C-H-A-R-L-E-S.com. Uh-huh. Correct. Great. And so that is the website you can go to and, and see that too. Mm-hmm. So you, how often do you update it? I try and update it usually twice a month. Mm-hmm. If there's, you know, kind of like nothing going on, so to speak. But uh, around the holidays, birthdays, or, you know, just different events, then it, it does get updated more often. Mm-hmm. And does she, the nice thing about this and to share with, with, with people too is that I like the idea because um, birth moms move, and I've, I had a birth mom recently on the show, and she was moving uh, um, to Europe. And so a website is something she can go on to an Internet cafe, any place, and she can log on and she can get updates. Absolutely. Uh, if, you're, you know, if you're on the road, you can go to a truck stop, you can go to a library, you can go to uh, any cafe that has Internet connection and log on with, your, with wireless or with your own computer or theirs and, um, and, and view these, which I think is great. And blogs are starting to be really huge. So I know we have two blogs. Yeah. <laughs> and those are super because you can update things too. Are you blogging yet? I am. I actually have the one on Aiden's website, which I do from his perspective, which has mm-hmm. always been kind of interesting. How fun. So you do it from his. And how old is he now? Uh, he is uh, two and a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's really still really young. Yeah. So um, have you had any challenges with the website? I mean, um, you did have some knowledge on that, but what mm-hmm. challenges did you have when you first got going on it? When we first set it up, it, like I said, it was pretty basic, and so it was just figuring out how it was going to interface with our birth mom's computer, like what mm-hmm. she would need to do and what she wanted to use it for. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, she did have some difficulty. Some of the pictures were sized a little bit too big, and um, if she went to print them out, they would only print part of them. And so mm-hmm. we kind of worked together to figure out how we needed to size the pictures so that she could download them and compress them a little bit so they would be quicker for her to download and mm-hmm. some of those little small details. Right. Let's, we're going to share a little bit. I know that you have actually going to offer a tip sheet um, mm-hmm. for people too, which is great. But what are the basic things that people need if they're going to build their own family website? And, and I know that some families have like a family newsletter mm-hmm. and there are free templates out there. Um, and template for people just starting out would be just the layout of your website. So you don't have to design all the colors and where things go. You just kind of drop in the text, right? Absolutely. And what would people basically need is just a start? Well, there's quite a few, which will be addressed also on the tip sheet, but there's quite a few um, Internet providers that do provide free space. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yahoo does and MSN does, and you can load a a few pictures and a little bit of text, and it's not really complex, and um, it doesn't have very much space, so you can't actually do too much on it. Mm -hmm. For a website like Aiden's where it's a um, registered name, where it's actually his name, Mm -hmm. And we have the website hosted through a hosting company, which is kind of where the website lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit more. Ours runs us about $50 a year. So, so a not year. Not unreasonable. Not unreasonable at all. And there are people, too, that are, are 
building their own websites on MySpace, which we can talk about when Mm -hmm. we come back. But we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and continue sharing more about keeping in touch over the years, building your website for family and friends. Stay tuned. Don't touch that, that mouse. We'll be right back. On my 18th birthday, I made a decision that would affect me forever. I chose life for my baby. I wasn't ready to be a mom or even to change my dreams of being a singer. Many of my friends offered to help me end my pregnancy. But then I learned about another option that provides a beautiful life for my baby, adoption. I was able to choose my son's parents and even meet them at the hospital. They love him so much and he's an answer to their prayers. I get emails and pictures from them. I even travel to visit my son each year. He has wonderful parents, an awesome life and a solid future, everything I wanted for him. And now, I've even moved to Nashville to follow my dreams. I chose life. I chose adoption. Open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, how much contact you want, and how you want the adoption to happen. To learn more about adoption, call 1-800-923-6784 or visit LifetimeAdoption.com. You can speak with a compassionate counselor confidentially 24 hours a day. Call Lifetime at 1-800-923-6784. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell on KFIA AM 710. If you just joined the program, we're sharing today how you can create a, a wonderful website uh, for your family, friends, um, for birth parents, uh, birth families. But before we continue, I want to mention also an adoption resource for adoptive parents, a book I did write, AdoptingOnline.com is a book for prospective adoptive parents. It's available at local bookstores. It's a large book, a resource guide with lots of information in there. It also gives you some tips on building websites, what to include, and how to stay safe on the Internet. Um, you can order it from your local bookstores, online bookstores, or at the site, adoptingonline.com, or you can call one eight seven seven four three two six seven eight five. That's one eight seven seven four three two six seven eight five to order it now. Um, Gina, before we left, we were talking a little bit about, you know, how to build a website. And we mentioned just briefly about Yahoo and a couple of the other free sites that have limited space. But you do have a dedicated site um, for your son's name. And I really encourage everybody that's listening to buy your name now. And you're going to really regret it later on. Mm-hmm. If you have Joe Smith, it, it may be already taken, but you can put a middle initial or you can put um, the Joe Smith site, you know, dot com. But uh, it's really important that you buy those domains for yourself. And I know that I do some um, book coaching, and, and um, I did tell one of my clients that I felt she needed to buy her name, and she went to buy it, and someone had purchased it, and she was devastated. Well, little did she know, her son had purchased it for her for Christmas. <laughs> so she got it anyway. She was thrilled. But um, I think that's really important is to definitely go to, uh, I use directnick.com, D-I-R. E-C-T-N-I-C.com, and buy your domain of your name. It's about $15 a year, and um, that's something you can do. And I'm sure, uh, Jeannie, you have other sites also. You have another one. Um, mm-hmm. What is your other site that you worked on? Uh, the other site that I have is um, it's gtjohnson.com. Okay. And that one kind of outlines uh, more of our uh, our adoption 
journey. It covers our adoption of our son and our failed adoption and mm-hmm. kind of some of the, the writing that I've done on that. Right. And that's where your writing comes in, too. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to talk about a little bit. You're working on a book, so I want to hear about that before the show's in, okay. um, which is wonderful. Do you need to have, uh, to build a website, people are going to ask these questions, dial-up, cable, or DSL? Because dial-up is very slow, but a lot of people... Um, still have dial-up. They don't have DSL high-speed internet connection. Is that a detriment to them? It Actually, a lot of the dial-ups are getting better. For instance, my uh, husband's family lives in Canada, and mm-hmm. they live in really rural Canada. Mm-hmm. And so they have a dial-up service, but they are able to access Aiden's website, and they don't have any difficulty with it. At it's all. a little bit slower than... Mm-hmm. You know, having the DSL or the cable, but they still have really don't have any problems with and it. getting that too, and that's really great. And I'm finding that more and more seniors, I know that my in-laws are in their 70s, and they um, are on the internet all the time. Mm-hmm. And so more and more people are too. Who visits your website then? Is it mostly uh, family? Pretty much everybody. We originally had started it out uh, for our birth mom and for her family, and then our both of our families started visiting it. Now we have friends that visit it, and. I try and share it as a resource for uh, potential adoptive parents that I know who Mm -hmm. have other questions for me as a way for them to keep in contact. Right. And then uh, my husband also, he travels for business, and so rather than carry a wallet full of pictures, whenever Mm -hmm. anybody asks about his family, he just pulls up the website. Right, and you can even put your website on your business card. Absolutely. um, Which would be really super, too, and in Christmas cards and say, here's Mm -hmm. my Christmas, you know, email over your Christmas um, link and have your newsletter there. Also, people that are interested in adding audio to their site can go to audiomessagenow.com. That's audiomessage and then now.com. And uh, audio message now, and you can add audio to it, which is really super. Mm-hmm. So I have found some people actually um, will have the kids sing, they'll sing a song, or if there's a pageant, and you could upload MP3 um, audios. You can have video now mm-hmm. on the site, so you can show pictures of the first walks or show me your first teeth, um, you know, birthday parties, so that. For adoption, this is really nice because birth mom can really stay in touch. Mm -hmm. She has a piece about the care and the health of her baby, and she is confirmed in her decision about adoption and this family. And um, it's just, uh, it's just, it's peaceful. She can do it in the middle of the night. Um, She can, uh, you know, do it on the weekend, and she can show friends. So I think Mm -hmm. that's really important, don't you? And it's fabulous. And she also shares it with a lot of her friends. And Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of her friends that we've met through the years now. We'll come on there, and they leave Aiden notes and things oh, like so that. Nice. So that's kind of nice for him. So too. do you have a board, or do you have an email on there, too? Uh, we just have an email address, and then we have um, just kind of a place where you can leave a note for Aiden if you've visited the website. Mm-hmm. That's and, really nice. And so that's – my mom visits it all the time, so mm-hmm. she leaves notes all the time. And then, of course, Aiden's birth mom, she visits all the time. One of the things I suggest people do, too, is every so often is to go ahead and save their website and also download it, and it can be part of a journal or a baby book. Mm -hmm. And I know that when my son was off to school, I saved all his emails. Now, he doesn't know that, but I (laughs) saved all his emails, even the ones that said, please contact me and let me know you're alive, and he'd send back a note that says, I'm alive, you know, (laughs) and and that was it. That was all. (laughs) But, um, you know, it, it made me laugh. But those are things because people are communicating. I know that when we have troops overseas, this is one way that they can log on to and get updates. So there are many uses for family websites um, just besides adoption, too. Well, and and also, um, you know, we've all heard the stories about, uh, you know, like in in the Hurricane Katrina and house fires and stuff, you know, people losing all their photos, losing all their information. 
we actually have all these photos saved to Aiden's website. So, if, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid something should happen, mm-hmm. we still have all the pictures and right. the, the journals and everything are all online. I think that's great. And I think even just to have, um, as a side note, to have um, your files um, on a um, an outside source, you know, mm-hmm. saved online, their storage um, sites, you can actually store a lot of your manuscripts. I've done that with my manuscripts mm-hmm. um, that are very valuable um, just to put them on another um site, a storage site, so they're there and we don't lose them too. Is this the only way you stay in contact with your birth mom or does she, do you meet her or? Uh, no, we do. Um, we talk on the phone and we send letters and we send pictures and then we, we do try and get together at least once a year, but it's, it's really been more like five or six times a year. Right. Yeah. And we're, did you expect that when you first started in your no, adoption? No, really, we, you know, kind of going into it, we were really unsure mm-hmm. when we made the decision that we really wanted to be in contact, we figured, you know, letters and pictures, that would be okay. We mm-hmm. were really comfortable with that. But once we met her and met her family, and they just kind of blended seamlessly with our family. Right. And so then it, it kind of became a non-issue. <laughs> right. It was just natural. And I hear that more and more that people don't go into it, but they actually, when they meet the person, it just, it seems so natural too. Well, online I had heard somebody say, and it's true, that you can always increase the amount of contact you have in an open mm-hmm. adoption, you know, but it's so much harder to decrease it. Exactly. I totally agree. And you it, can always start out with just the minimal and see what you're comfortable with. Right. And it's kind of like a prearranged marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to say I'm going to have all this contact until you actually meet that person. Well, and it is a scary thing. I mean, we've all heard the negative stories over the years, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's important. I want to go back a little bit just briefly to, you know, we, we talked about what people need to get started. They need a place to put their website. Mm-hmm. What kind of software do you use, um, you know, when, when people want to start on this? You had mentioned before that um, you use a really simple software mm-hmm. program. I actually use Microsoft Front Page, mm-hmm. and it is very simple. It works just like Microsoft Word where you mm-hmm. open, when you open up the template, it sh- shows it basically like a document. So it's mm-hmm. very easy if you're used to using a computer to go mm-hmm. in and update. It also does have the op- option of using more complicated um, codes and such like that, it, mm-hmm. if that's what you're used to or HTML, that's what you know. Huh? But, so it kind of works for both. And how long does it take you to do a simple website, do you think it would take an average person? Um, a few hours, eight hours, over yeah, a Maybe time? just a couple of hours to kind of get the basics. And then, you know, of course, it adds time to add extra things, add all the photos, all those things. But mm-hmm. just the basic one shouldn't be more than just a couple and hours. A, and the, a digital photograph where they can scan the photographs and go mm-hmm. to like a Kinko's or even some of the, the um, drugstores now are allowing you to scan photographs and save them to a CD and you can just in, insert those into your computer and upload them, right? Exactly. And we do both. Mm-hmm. We uh, use pictures that we've taken with our digital camera and then we have family members who have taken pictures with you know, their digital cameras or not, and they mm-hmm. send them to us, email them, or CD, and we're able to mm-hmm. add those on the website as well. And there's, and then you can crop it. And, you know, there's a lot of free information also mm-hmm. online. Now, we're going to, you're going to offer, too, in just a little bit, a, um, you know, a, a tip sheet for anybody that would like to have that. Um, they can email us at info at letstalkadoption.com, and we'll send over to you um, this information from Gina that you can kind of get started on your own website. So I appreciate that, mm-hmm. too. Um, we talked about the cost already involved with that, too. And, um, you know, people that aren't creative or technical, they can probably get a friend, um, probably a teenager, you know, <laughs> they can go and help them, too. And, and I think that's really important, too. Um, Gina, this has been extremely helpful for everybody. Is there anything else you'd like to share, um, you know, about your website briefly before we close? 
Well, one of the things that I wanted to share, which is kind of one of the unique stories about our website, and mm-hmm. it shows the value of it, and that is that unbeknownst to us, our son's birth father's father mm-hmm. did not know about the baby, did not know about the adoption or anything mm. until about a year or so into it. And when they finally told him about the adoption, they said, you know, but wait, he's doing fine. Here, go look at his website. You'll see. And, and he so did. There. He got on the website and he sent, he posted a note on there, but he also sent me a wonderful email saying that, you know, how upset he was. And but that, he had, you know, he didn't know yeah. about this, but now seeing the baby, he, he knew is fine now, you know, and that is wonderful. key too. And I know we got our jingle coming up, so I'm cutting you off here, but that, oh, that's a wonderful story. And I want to hear more about it, but I want to thank you for being on the show today, Gina. It's been very helpful too. Thank you so much. Thank this you. is Marty Caldwell. It's been a pleasure being with you today. Email your questions to me at info at Let's Talk Adoption. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.